Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. This is episode. I am Justin Lamb, and as I always say, That's right, folks. I have been waiting for this day for a long time because I have my best friend and my wife in the room. Well, my best friend's on an iPad somewhere on the West Coast, but my wife is here. Please say hello to Chad Niney and Erica Lamb coming back for a second time for both of you guys. Wait, we're I not- think we're the ones. I think we're the ones that have to say hi. I yeah. don't think they can say hi to us. No, say Perhaps. hi to. We, we're taking callers in like five minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, hello. I wasn't wasn't prepared for that, but I'll I'll get there. I'd just like to clarify, your best friend and your wife, not the same Uh, person. Right, not the same person. Well, no, Justin, (laughs) Justin, it's a trap. (laughs) Psych. Psych. I did did notice that when you said that. I'm like, uh uh-oh, people probably think he's talking about the same person. (laughs) Sticking in our 90s theme. Psych. Psych. Yes. Um, So we have a pretty great show today. We're going to talk about... Uh, really great beer I got in front of me here. We have a great show for you today. We have some amazing beer I'm going to introduce to you in a minute. And then we're going to be talking about the late 90s hits. That's right, plural. We're going in multi-movies here. The Austin Powers series. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we're all going to go around and do our best Austin Powers impressions. Yikes. That wasn't my best. I tried, though. and that's what Oh, we're... behave. <laughs> I need an old priest and a young priest. (laughs) This is going to be the whole episode. Just all of us doing quotes from Austin Powers we can remember. Uh, I'm going to start us off with the beer, though, while I'm staring at Chad's tiny dog. Chad, why don't you introduce your dog to everybody? Because I don't think my dog is going to say anything and the the audience can't see him. Yeah, but we can hear him licking your neck. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. Well, my dog's name is Odie, and he is a Chihuahua Jindo mix. And uh, he's like eight or something. Yeah, Chad's got a glorious picture of Odie on his Instagram at Chad, the number nine, the letter E. And it's uh, Odie sitting on his face. Big butt right on his face. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's going to drive traffic. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. As long as you get more followers, I don't really care about anything else. He's a boo-boo. He's a boo-boo too, Chad. Well, careful, because that's what my sister calls... um, uh, going number two. So, like, why did why did you just do that? Why did you just? Ew! We can hear him licking your body. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I so Dude. Gotten, ladies and gentlemen, no animals were harmed He's, in the recording. You're already wearing podcast. a tank, Chad. This two is things, a lot. Two things. Okay. I've, I've gotten to the point where I just tune that out, so I don't even know when he's doing that. It doesn't even register. It's on a mic, so it's a lot and, worse. Uh, <laughs> he's single, I, folks. Yeah. Give him a call. <laughs> it's like... Uh, great. And, uh, and uh, number two, uh, my sister had my dog first, and she always called... Uh, she referred to taking a shit as going boo-boo, so that's what I tell him. Chad, when, when I when I to, see you and Odie, I imagine, I imagine in your head you're saying something like... <laughs> He's obsessed. It's a thing. That's a hell of a callback, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. Today, I'm going to just keep going. Today's beer, I'm pretty excited about here. It is later in the evening, so we are going to be drinking what I like to call a dessert beer. 
Also, uh, Southern Tier Brewing Company, who makes it, also calls it a dessert beer. It is the Salted Caramel Imperial Stout. So it is a dessert beer with Himalayan pink sea salt and notes of caramelized sugar. Should be pretty delicious. It's a, a whopping 10% alcohol by volume, but only moderate bitterness. It is pretty much black. Um, it's going to be pretty creamy and heavy, which I'll judge for myself here in a moment. It says to serve it in a snifter, but I'll tell you what. Uh, me and my wife got married and we got these glasses that we never use, so I poured it in those instead. They're small. I guess you can call them snifters. And Chad, while we sip this and give it a try, why don't you tell people uh, what you're drinking there in your house in California? Uh, I'm surprised we didn't go over this last time, so I just figured that we weren't going to talk about it. But uh, uh, I'm drinking kava oh, yeah, with a K. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll let you guys have your moment. Well, I gotta. I, yeah, I don't want to interrupt your your uh, marijuana drink. That's right. That's what I called it. I know that's, that's not, not what it is. is. Uh, this beer is amazing. I know why they called it a dessert beer now. So, Erica, if you heard one episode that she was on, she's not a big beer fan. But, Erica, what did you think about this? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like beer. You don't even like the... the oh, it's like a, it doesn't taste bad. They do a nice job with it. I'm very impressed. Place that puts Himalayan pink sea salt in a beer. Great effort. No, for me though. <laughs> this is going to be the sound of me pouring Erica's beer into mine. I don't like it. Look how it like leaves a film on the glass. Ugh. Delicious. I'll drink my wine. So as I was saying, the Southern Tier Salted Caramel Imperial Stout, that is what I will be drinking uh, myself this evening. And it is, it, it is really good. Uh, it's definitely pretty heavy. So if you're looking for something lighter, uh, I know you can find porters that still have that chocolate and that caramel flavor. Uh, those are going to be a little lighter. But being a stout and an imperial stout, nonetheless, uh, it's, it's pretty heavy. It even feels and looks heavy. Mm -hmm. But um, it is delicious. It, it's really definitely a dessert beer. I don't know if it's got a high sugar content, but I could not drink a bunch of these because... The aftertaste is really good. Well, there you go, folks. I'm enjoying it. The first it. positive thing Erica has said about I said beer. It, I said it tasted good. I just, you know, it's very heavy. This is a 22 ounce. I don't know if you can get it in a six pack. I don't see a lot of Southern Tier Brewing Company's uh, beers in six packs. Typically only in 22 ounces, but maybe that's because they're not my down the street brewery. But check it out. It's delicious. And uh, with that, I think we're going to move on. So Austin Powers, the international man of mystery, came out in 1997. Uh, Mike Myers made this movie after he he would come home and be this English character with his wife, and she's like, "Oh, you should write that down because it was so funny." And then he wrote it down, and uh, the rest is history. But then, obviously, everything in that movie is based off something, uh, from the villain to the. Uh, the outfits, some of the wording, everything, and there's stories that go along with Mike Myers' entire career on some of the comedy and the bits. And here's something I didn't know. Did you know Lauren Michaels? Obviously, uh, if you know Bond movies at all, he's based off it's, a Bond villain that's almost identical to him. 
But uh, did you know it's ba- or not Lorne Michaels? Doctor Evil is based off Lorne Michaels. Yes, I didn't know. I that. did. I have I have notes here that I wrote down. Oh, champion and I prepared. Did, I did. I did write that down because when I listened to um, to WTF and everybody has like Lorne Michaels stories, everybody started to do the Lorne Michaels voice, like everybody from SNL. And they would always, I was like, why does that sound familiar? And then I put two and two together. And then I, I, I confirmed that that was what it was based on. But yeah, he's like, Scott. Yeah, it's like that cadence, <laughs> that kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, like he totally sounds like Lauren Michaels, mm-hmm. or at least everybody's impersonation of Lauren Michaels that I've heard. I really hope if anyone ever like brought Lauren Michaels a sketch that he didn't like, that he was like, how about no, Michael? <laughs> I think that's a good way to say no to somebody if that's just your persona. I feel like I say, how about yeah. no, Scott? Like, probably four <laughs> times a week. It's true. <laughs> he might, that might be where they came from. He might have said that when he was turning down somebody's sketch idea. How about no? And then, and then Mike Myers stole it. It's his, like, nice way of turning someone down. Hmm. I guess condescending. That's not nice, is it? It's not. <laughs> But if you're sneaky about it. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also found out the entire shush scene in the first movie with Scott and Dr. Evil was improvised. Was it? Yeah. The, really? Was, was the www.shush.com? Uh, no, Is that the from second. the second one? Okay. Oh, so yeah, the zip it scene was improvised. Okay. Because that's the first one. And then mm-hmm. the shush scene was, was yeah. the second one. I'm sure a lot of that was improvised as well. But I know the first one, the zip it. Zip it um, good. Let me, let me introduce you to Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> that was improvised. Uh, Chad, what do you got on your friendly list of facts? Let's see here. Well, they're not facts, because I didn't fact check anything. This, I didn't this look has up. been sourced and sourced again. We are solid. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I wrote down... Austin Powers 1. Okay. Uh, that's, that's just the title for my notes. Uh, hold on. Uh, wh- okay, here's what I want to know. Why? Okay, so as a spy, you're supposed to be uh, incognito a lot of the time, or you're supposed to fly under the radar. Why is he? Why was he so famous? No. Why did he have, stop? Why We're not he, questioning the validity of Austin Powers. It's, We're it's, not spending this time questioning. Like, mm, why does everyone know him if he's a famous spy? Stop. Okay. All right. I, I, I get it. I, I, I think no, it's I get a good that. existential question. Um, I mean, I have never thought about it until this moment, and I'm mad at you for pointing it out because that's really a good point i, I mean just, that's what we're doing here right we're, we're i don't know if, big i don't know if we have to deconstruct austin powers <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough but what i will say is so i wrote this movie off a little bit you know like 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 the other like we talked about last time where i went to film school and i got a little pretentious um so I, I wrote off this movie for a while and so i hadn't seen it well i'm talking about the first one because i right. haven't seen the other two uh, in a long time. I don't think I only saw the third one once. Um, but so I just wrote it off. Uh, but it's really good. I forgot how good it was. Like, so I went off on a tangent recently or the past several years. I've like been into like psychedelic music. And like, then I got really obsessed with like the sixties, like psychedelic culture and especially what was going on in London. And they nailed it. Like I thought, I thought that, I thought that, um, 
the, the costume was like a caricature. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, like the I didn't think people actually suit. dressed. Yeah, the velour. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was bottom. just like. The male it was symbol just, necklace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought they were just like doing something extreme and out there just for effect, you know, comedic effect. People actually dress like that, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, at that time, people actually dressed like that. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's the swing in 60s, they, man. They nailed it. This well, the swing in 60s, but also like psychedelia, you know, like like they nailed the the psychedelic thing. And did you know that Andy Warhol? They have like a a a, a guy that looks like Andy Warhol yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, at the party in the beginning. I never noticed that. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's in that. the he's in the cast list. He's Andy Warhol as as Andy Warhol. Yeah. I think when I look at the, the like all their flashback, like their 60s scenes, all I can think about is how much was the costume budget for that stuff? Probably That was probably like the highest, the, the most expensive line item on that budget was the costumes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look at Dr. Evil's sweet gear. I, yeah, sweet gear, man. I first saw austin powers the original movie because my friend jake and i rented it from mammoth video in ortonville and it had already come out in the theaters obviously so no it was it was out on video and we were what it came out in 97 justin so this would have been 98 probably by the time it was out on video see i was like 13 and i distinctly remember sitting uh, laying on the floor of my parents living room with jake just like we were rolling on the floor, like hysterically laughing. And we quoted it from whatever grade you're in when you're in, when you're 13 until like present day, when we see each other, we still quote Austin Powers, even when you're doing like a sharp, like when you have to back up and pull forward and back up. I'm like, Oh, I have to pull an Austin Powers. It's like (laughs) in your car, like even stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we reference it constantly. So I, uh, I, so the guy, Jake, Eric is talking about, Mm -hmm. I know like three things about Jake and those three things are Erica kissed him in high school before he came out middle school. Oh, see, I don't even know that thing. Um, and he lives in New York Mm -hmm. and he can quote the entire Shorn Scrotum monologue by Dr. Evil. He did it for, for he did it for drama class. They had to memorize a monologue for drama class and he learned the Dr. Evil, like kind of the intro and the help group, you know, when they're all sitting around and they have to introduce themselves. Carrie Fisher. Yes. Oh man. And so he gets up and he does this whole monologue and Jake memorized it. And we were probably like 15. <laughs> and he, he did the whole thing in drama class. Nothing quite like a short screw. <laughs> he can still do it to this day. It's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing that in uh, Chad, when we would hang out at, at my buddy's at my buddy Adam's house, he, they would watch the first Austin powers and I didn't, I didn't get it. Like Chad mentioned earlier, me and him were the people that were really in uh, Spy Who Shagged Me, long, like long after the first Austin Powers came out, obviously. But I remember seeing the Shorn Scrotum scene when they were watching it over at his house, and I was like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> okay, so I, I have an admission here. Um, uh, I haven't even watched the, the whole first one again yet. Uh, I got about I got about halfway through. And then uh, life intervened, or I just, you know, had to work and stuff. I thought so you were going to say I, you haven't watched it, like, at all. 
Oh, no, that that would be weird if I was actually talking about it. But um, I tried I, I attempted to do my due diligence, mm-hmm. you know, as as a guest on this podcast by watching it again. But I only got halfway through. Um, so is the Shorn Scrotum thing? Is that from the first one or the second one? That's the first one when he, uh, he first meets Scott Evil, played by Seth Green, and they go to the uh, the what kind of group is it? It's a father-son group, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's father and yeah, son but support. I thought, I no, it's thought like that was evil fathers. No, that's no, when that's they go Jerry on Springer. <laughs> that's when they, they, they go, go on Jerry Springer? Yes, well, that's Chad. how the second one starts. I can't even deal with it. Oh, the second one wow, starts okay. when the guy's looking at the radar, and then uh, he's like, keep a close eye on that Kroplakistan situation. <laughs> he's like, yes, sir. And then when the captain walks away, he flips it over to Jerry Springer, and it's... Uh, Dr. Evil on yes. Jerry Springer. Yes. And oh my god. The thing about that well. scene that always stuck with me that I didn't understand and I mean like uh, I don't know uh, medically it makes sense but why would you ever say this? They bleep it out but I'm not going to so you know mute your podcast but when he grabs the KKK guy's hood and he's yelling at the KKK guy when Dr. Evil's yelling at the uh-huh. Ku Klux Klan uh-huh. member he goes, you were born in your mother's cunt. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what? <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's not not true, but what a Wait, weird thing did, to say. Oh, uh, okay, because it's Jerry Springer, they bleeped it. Yeah, it's yeah. like on the television okay. show. <laughs> okay, all right. With uh, yeah, no, that whole I, Jerry I Springer scene is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't, hold on, I don't want to get wow. to Spy Who Shagged Me yet, because I feel like I'll spend way too much time on that, so I want to just, I don't, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on the first one either, that more than we have, because... Uh, while I think it, it definitely was the first one and paved the way, I think the second one was by far the the best of the three. And uh, Erica, I can see from her face, clearly disagrees with that. But uh, one thing I wanted to point out on the first one before we move along, and I'm sure you have more to say about it as well. That's okay. But, I do too, because uh, that's the only one I know. <laughs> no, we're talking about the first one. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like you, say, you said to Erica, I know you have a lot to say. And I was saying I do too because that's the only one I'm freshening up with. You're only freshening so, up with half of it, but uh, right. But I still have a lot of notes that we haven't gone over. Elizabeth, so. yeah, we'll 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 Elizabeth on Hurley, then. Elizabeth the OG. Hurley, um, and her who plays her mother in that movie. Uh, the first, the first Mrs. Tom Cruise. Oh, I don't know what that uh, means. Nicole Kidman? Uh, <laughs> no, no, the one before that. Uh, Mimi Rogers. Yes. Okay, yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa, I keep calling her by she character's fun, name. F- fun fact, she is the one that got Tom Cruise into Scientology. Bummer. Oh, Mimi. Memes. <laughs> you really, really screwed us over there, memes. Uh, no, Elizabeth Hurley and Mimi Rogers both asked and were allowed to keep the black leather jumpsuits that they wear like the skin tight ones they asked they asked if they could keep it and they allowed them to oh you know that they got down with those (laughs) that's what i'm saying like why else like no one's in austin powers especially the first one maybe like after the first one but the first one they're not like oh i gotta keep this outfit because you know this movie's gonna make bank (laughs) like and by the way, didn't didn't Hayden Christensen insist that if he was going to do the next Star Wars movie, the second one, that he had to have a Darth Vader suit made for him? And I'm pretty sure he got to keep it. And you know that he like he did some bedroom stuff with that shit.
So Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, starring Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and Mike Myers, co-starring Felicity Shagwell, played by Heather Graham. That's it. Uh, you know, Rob Lowe, number two. Mm-hmm. But Can I just, since we're moving on, can I just say what the, the funniest joke from the first one that's so stupid that uh, I laughed at, like, I laughed really hard? Is about. it when he's in Vegas? Yes. Okay, I know what it is. Go is ahead. Is Curt- <laughs> Courtesy Flash? No, I don't. I don't think you do. I do. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think you do. But it's when he's introducing himself at the craps table or, when, <laughs> or the blackjack table, and he gives their code names or their their like you know pseudonyms, and he says, "What is his name? Mister Cunningham." And this is my wife, Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And, and because I was not expecting that, yeah. like I forgot all about that. Yeah. So when he said Oprah, I just cracked the yeah, fuck yeah. up because, because like it's like just that that could be like he thought that that would be like an acceptable like yeah. pseudonym for somebody, yeah. like an alias, like like oh he's just, she's just gonna blend in. <laughs> and my wife Oprah. I like when they're at blackjack and. uh the guy is 17 he's like i like to live dangerously and then he deals austin four and austin's like i'll stay he's like sir i encourage you to hit i'll stay i too like yeah blackjack joke folks sorry if you didn't get that and, one. I, and, I, and I think that's when he's uh he's he says allow myself to introduce My- myself, myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i thought Which when you mentioned classic. vegas i thought you were gonna say uh when he's walking around, he's like, hey, there you are. Do I know right. you? No, but you're there. there you That's are. where you are. You're <laughs> there. But, but the thing about that is maybe at the time, I thought that was hilarious. And it is hilarious, but it's so, it's like so it like ingrained in the pantheon of Amer- American like comedy and pop culture so that, funny. you know, it's so obvious now. But the Oprah thing caught me off guard. Yeah. That I was not, I was not expecting that. Um. One thing that was pointed out in, in when I was researching this that I didn't put together, even though I watched these movies like one on Monday and one on Tuesday. Um, so in the first one, Patty Patty O'Brien <laughs> tries to kill Austin Powers with his Lucky Charms in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, uh, which was yeah. another improvised line when Frau Farbista is like, "Oh, you know the children are always after the little leprechaun." That was all improvised when too. she's like explaining Wait, the really? Lucky Charms. Yeah. That is an amazing line. Like, that's, for the whole that's, scene. Oh, I want to be lucky charms. Because <laughs> she says it so fast. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, animated. Like, she's yeah. the opposite of, like, what her character had, for like, sure. established itself to be. Yeah. And, th- and then her face, when she sees other people's reaction at the very end, when she, like, frowns. After she explains it, I don't know if you remember that. But she just got this, like, frown. Like, well, I'll show you. She's like... Like... <laughs> I wish I had a screenshot of that. Uh, but, like, so now to me, knowing that that was improvised, like, that's amazing. Um, it's not that funny of a joke, but her delivery is Her what delivery sells is it. perfect, yeah. yeah. And it's not a funny joke, but it's, yeah, she's great. She did really great. So Patty O'Brien is, is goes to try to, like, choke Austin Powers while he's sitting on the toilet. And obviously he fails, and the whole scene's amazing because Tom Arnold's in the room next to him. He's so like, "Can I get a courtesy flash?" There's a few crazy tie togethers with this scene. Uh, one is Austin Powers kills a guy while he's on the toilet with Tom Arnold in the next stall, 
in True Lies, Tom Arnold kills a guy while he's on the toilet <laughs> with someone in the next stall. And then uh, in... Wait, really? Yeah. And then in I this, don't remember that. I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time either. I'm trusting IMDb on that we one. We watched that at my parents' house I, when we were I kids. You, and my dad kept making us get up and leave the room. Yeah, I had a buddy that scenes. was like really <laughs> obsessed with True Lies growing up. We watched it all the time. I was like, why? Why? I don't Jamie know if you Lee I think he did have like a Jamie Lee Curtis I, thing. And, but hold I've on, I'm getting off track so here. so many times. Well, I just want to say that... That's not it. Uh, James Cameron... <laughs> Like, I forget that that's a James Cameron movie, but it's a good movie. James Cameron, can he do bad movies? Has he so made a bad anyway, movie? Um, so, Austin Powers <laughs> on the toilet, and he doesn't get killed. And then Dr. Evil is very dismissive of Scott Evil in The Spy Who Shagged Me, when Scott Evil's like, you have a time machine? Why don't you just go in time and, like, kill Austin while he's sitting on the crapper or something? Yeah. And he's very dismissive of that, and someone points out, maybe that's because they tried that and it didn't work. Yeah. Maybe, like, Patty O'Brien was sent by... What are you saying? I, Whoa. Like, that happened already, and it didn't work out, so that's why he's not going to do that. Okay. Anywho, everybody's lost. Hey, I'm with you, man. Uh, everybody's lost. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Mm. I love that movie. Saw in the theater. So th- this is this oh, is yeah. the part in the podcast where from here on out, I'm just the whole thing is going to be me going like, "Oh my god, I forgot about that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh man. Let's just record so, Chad's pieces and then we'll fix it in post. Go ahead. Yeah, you. Can, I just record me <laughs> doing that. <laughs> All <time>. your reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Chad's reaction shots now. <laughs> He's got to take oh, Odie for a walk. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> So Heather Graham did Boogie Nights a year and a half before Austin Powers. Did you Powers. say Boogie Nights? Yep, she did Boogie Pretty Nights. Pretty sure you just said Boogie Nights. She's got the boogie woogie. Roller Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Heather Graham did Boogie Nights uh, as Roller Girl, yes. That movie bummed me out. It's a great movie. Um, a year and uh-huh. a half before Austin Powers. So here's what I found out. Before she got cast on Austin Powers, like literally the like the day before... She was about to go for a casting job and some like lesbian softcore porn. <laughs> and then she got cast in Austin Powers and didn't do it. And then she told people that when she got paid, the first thing she did was go out and buy a copy of the porn she was supposed to be in. Nice. But she was like, apparently. How, well, how was it? She couldn't get work after Boogie Nights for a year and a half, which How was the lesbian softcore porn? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's what I want to know. We watched it earlier in between these two Austin Powers screenings, and it was all right. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just wanted, like, just curious. Disappointment in his voice. All right. I'm just uh, just curious if, like, she saw it and had any major regrets about the way her career panned out. That might be something you have to Google there. Wait, Nobody? so, okay, so this is the real, this is the takeaway for me, is that, the, the shocking thing is that she couldn't get work after Boogie Nights. Yeah, apparently. She killed that guy with her roller skate. Okay, here's, here's, here's where I take uh, issue here, or that I, this boggles my mind. She couldn't get work after Boogie Nights, but somehow Mark Wahlberg is now a serious actor. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, man. Uh, you know the what's patriarchy. funny? That's I, ha- what the I found is. myself in, in a weird situation having to defend marky marky mark um marky mark or mark Wahlberg? because those are two different 
basically people. Nope. It's just him playing two different characters. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, fair enough. Uh, but no, someone was arguing who the better actor like him. was, him or his brother Donnie. And I was like, well, him. And they're like, no, I mean, look, like Ted and all that crap, like it's all the same crap. And I was like, yeah, there's like a billion other movies where he actually is a really good actor. But Donnie played, Donnie had to lose all that weight. And he was in that. Six cents yeah. for five minutes. Six cents. And then he was in that CBS show for Blue Bloods people. or some crap. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't count. For like 117 seasons. Mark Wahlberg, I think, is clearly the better actor there. Um, Clearly, in that, what's that uh, really good movie that he was in where he was, um, uh, he was like a, he was a cop and it was in Boston and Martin Scorsese did it. Was it uh, Daddy's Home? (laughs) (laughs) Daddy's Home 2. Oh, okay. For the holidays. Chad, what was that, what was that one Mark Wahlberg movie though, where he's, uh. The Departed? Were you thinking of The Departed? No, no, no. Chad will know this one. That's, where that's correct. It's he's in it with Lou Diamond Phillips, and he he's married to Christina Applegate. La Bamba. And, and he uh, and he, he's this like hitman on the run with his wife because his other hitman brothers and friends are trying to get him. What's that called, Chad? Uh, that is uh, hold on. Austin Powers three. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, uh, that was, you know, I'm trying to come up with a smart-ass answer. Of yeah, I was really, I, can't. I was hoping you would say something like Ted. I'm really disappointed in you right now. Well, you, see, I, I was going to go with Ted, but you already mentioned that. So I was trying to pull something, uh, you know, from the ether. That, trans- that I would have I accepted Transformers as well. <laughs> oh, see, I never saw any of that. What about so Entourage, the movie? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Whatever. Heather Graham had it rough. Um, and also. Literally. One of. In, in, <laughs> in Boogie Nights. In Boogie Nights, yeah. <laughs> uh, another, another line in, in Austin Powers. She's great. Uh, Sorry. When they're dancing to Burt Backrock and Elvis Costello and not Quincy Jones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Uh, they. He goes, you're quite good on your feet. And then she says, I'm even better off my feet. The original line was, I'm even better on my back. And they cut it and edited it because it was too much. That was too much. And then, seriously, that was considered too much. And then Goldmember eats flakes of his own skin. (laughs) Well, yeah. Spoiler. Was it? Spoiler. Wasn't she in... Uh, well, like really can you can you have spoilers in an episode that's about the movies that it would be spoiled you can like, when you're trying to make it as a joke chad what's a joke <laughs> come on you um, know what a joke is you joke off every night well yeah that's why i want you to record my part so i can go joke off <laughs> um so um uh what is it Arrested Development that Heather Graham was in. She she Are you was like of Charlie uh, Mike, Theron. Charlie's Theron no, was in Arrested Development. No, but wasn't she uh, Michael Sarah's teacher, George Michael's teacher at one point? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she dated Michael. Yeah, for like three episodes or yeah, two Michael episodes. Michael got yeah. all the chicks, man. Yeah. Who doesn't Do think, want that uh, Jason Bateman ass? <laughs> so I know I know a writer on the new, um, or I know of a writer on the new 
season of Arrested Development that's being written right now. What? Do you? Th- yeah, they're they're writing another season of Arrested Development. Um, so my question is, now that Jeffrey Tambor, Tambor, uh, whatever, um, left is. Well, now that he's kind of, you know, on the hot seat for sexual harassment, mm-hmm. um, is, is, is do you think they're going to... Would they write him out of the show? I feel like Arrested is, Development is, is the kind of show that would, like, straight up address it in an episode. <laughs> uh, it's hard to make that funny. Is it, Chad? Hollywood's been making it funny for 35 years. May I direct you yeah, to... Yeah, and now it's not funny. Austin Powers to The Spy Who Shagged Me. I'm sure they make a sexual harassment joke or two in there. Do they? Because Austin Powers always jumps on women, tries to kiss them, and then goes, You want a shot, baby? <laughs> but in the Correct. first one, he did he did play the gentleman, and he uh, did not take advantage of Elizabeth Hurley when she was drunk. That's true. Wow. That's true. Is that the bar? That's the bar. <laughs> that is the bar. I mean, yeah. I think that's the bar. If Elizabeth Hurley throws herself on you when she's drunk and you turn her down, you're a good person. You could be president. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't turn no, her down and no. be president. Um, what do we quote from Austin Powers every time? Oh. Like, like five times a week we quote this. <laughs> yeah, this is a regular saying in my household. Um <laughs> Which we don't even ever say the beginning of it, but no. that's okay. I'll we do the whole do thing the anyway. How does that feel, baby? Oh, great, Austin. Oh, no. Fuck. How Lower does that Austin. feel, baby? Lower, Austin. How, How does, does that, that feel, feel baby? baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how we incorporate that into our daily lives, but somehow we do. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so good. And then um, the um, I want to chop it up and make some guacamole when Fred Savage makes his big return. No, that's Is that the, the third, third one? one? Damn it! Stop it! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my favorite joke from the second one, I think, is um, and you'll have to you'll have to actually give us the quote because I don't really remember what the context or like what leads up to that. But that when he says too many babies, yes. <laughs> Want to be my baby, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Too many babies. Yeah, I don't know what the actual quote is either. Yeah, that's definitely that. not it, but you could try. Or when Heather, when they're in the tent and the soldiers are watching them and they're like pulling, packing stuff yeah. in to Austin's ass, it looks like, and then she's pulling stuff oh, out. Oh, yeah. And then when she gets the hammer out. out or whatever and she's like, Ch-ch-ch. Yeah, and like, then the second they're like, oh, yeah, I found the explosives. They're like, freeze. And they stand up and all this all shit that. falls out of Austin. Yeah, it's like oranges or apples or something. And they all, yeah. It's just silhouette really of poops. Mm-hmm. Silhouette of poops. And that was the volcano of Dr. Evil, like making the little Dr. Evil yeah. face, wasn't it? Which the eyes close when he drinks his mo- uh, he drinks Austin's mojo and, <laughs> and has sex with Frau Farbisna. And the eyes close on the volcano. <laughs> and when she does her countdown, 30, 29, 28. <laughs> okay, how about when it closes, just say go. That's better. <laughs> Is that the um, Alan Parsons project? Yeah, that's the the lazy. There's <laughs> a lot of great stuff in that. The the references of that. Since the laser was invented by is? the great Alan Parsons, we shall call this the Alan Parsons project. Such uh, a weird reference. <laughs> yeah. it's a like progressive it's so rock weird. group in the '80s, Dad. 
No, Alan Parsons was a uh, an engineer on like a lot of. Well, he was like an assistant he engineer. He was a nuclear on a lot of early... physicist. Oh yeah, never mind. No, uh, I'm about to drop some. I'm about to drop some real shit on please you. Please do. Well, hold, I could on. Be wrong. hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase it. Can I rephrase <laughs> yes, that, please? Please don't Go drop on. real shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm about to drop some uh, truth bombs on you, some 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 knowledge. Um, mm. Alan Parsons, yeah, I liked it with the way I said it better. Uh, I liked the first time I said it better. Um, anyway, um, Alan Parsons was a, like an assistant engineer on early Beatles records. I lost you. Yeah, Erica went to blow a candle out and then decided she's going to get wine too. So, <laughs> well, I just got myself some more kava, so it's okay. Um, Alan Parsons was an engineer on early Beatles records, or like an assistant engineer, and then he engineered um, Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. So, there's that. In that same reference, you know, too, he... Uh, he's a guy. That's when he says, We're going to put a freaking laser on the moon and call it the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Let's just call it Operation Wang Chung, douche. <laughs> Scott Evil's <laughs> reaction. I forgot about that. We I haven't even talked it. about Fat Bastard. Oh, Fat Bastard. When they accidentally drink the poop, that was so awful. We haven't even <laughs> talked about Basil, which is basil, I recently found out, but British people call basil basil. So yeah. I yeah. thought that Basil's name was just Basil. But something that I say all the time, like this is true. constant. Wait, what do I say? <laughs> what does it all mean, Basil? What does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> I say that all the fucking time like i quote austin powers at least i don't know babe or i feel like a conservative estimate is like three times a week oh uh, yeah that's regularly regular i'm saying regularly yeah that would be conservative i quote it you know all my the time. my sister does that too with austin what powers what does it all mean basil yeah what does it all mean basil or she has done that before mm-hmm. and it annoys me Everything she does annoys me, so I'm sure that y- yours is much better. And That's correct. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a bit nutty. Oh, God. I just <laughs> remember that. Nut- yeah, I, yeah, I remember that part. The whole scene was terrible. <laughs> and then the way. Austin, it is shit. <laughs> oh, it's not just me then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sumo scene. I mean, I feel like we're skipping over a lot of stuff, a lot of fantastic scenes. So, I don't, I feel like no one ever talks about how weird it is that Fat Bastard eats babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, are we really going to split hairs here? I mean, it's, it's, it's an absurd comedy movie. I've got a turtle head poking out. I say that too all the time. You do not say that all the time. <laughs> to myself, I do. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Not literally. Oh, my God. But it's something that I think about constantly. I think that's such a funny line. I married Erica for her poop jokes. When he talks about his poop, I think it's so funny. And I'm not like a poop joke person. First things first, where's your shit? (laughs) I got the turtle head poking out. Come on, that is comedy gold. Like, I love gold. I just, I think it's so funny. (sighs) What's the context in which he says he ate a baby? He's trying to, like, intimidate. I want to eat your baby. No, he's, uh, when Austin Powers is frozen, and uh, when we first meet Fat Bastard, and he's playing his bagpipes, uh, and the the general of the, like, English army or whatever is like, and for God's sakes, lose some weight. He's like, 
Oh, aye. Big general man. Oh, aye. I ate a baby. <laughs> well, no, and then he, when he meets okay, Minnie so Me. so he just kind of... But then when he, when he meets Minnie Me, he's well, like, yeah, I want to Minnie eat Me. your baby. No, he, God, you, no, that is not the quote. Yes, that's what he says. When he meets Minnie Me, he goes, Oh, he's a wee one. He likes yeah. like a baby. Yeah, but then he Get says in he, my belly. <laughs> Get in my belly is one of the most quoted lines from any of these movies. I looked that up on justinpedia.com. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Chad? Uh, mine is, um, yeehaw, we have a great music and film festival here every year, and, and Lance Armstrong lives here, and, wait, sorry, I did the wrong Austin, I did, I did Austin, Texas, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, sorry, you're such a dumbass, (laughs) This is why Justin was voted class clown oh. and not Chad Nine. <laughs> Live in my That's shadow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Leave the, the jokes to the pros, bro. Okay, I think we're done here. <laughs> Spin.